a small village in the United Kingdom, which from a distance seems peaceful and inviting, the kind of place you might like to live in. But take a closer look, and you will find this is a village in crisis. Hello and welcome to this week's A Village in Crisis podcast, where we'll be discussing the visiting fish and chip van and some suspicious liquids. Um, before that, though, I'd like to catch up with my old mate Lee and find out what he's been up to since we last spoke. Hello, my old mate Lee. What have you been, Hello, up, Neil. To? What have you been um, up to since we last spoke? Not a lot, have I? You say you asked me that like you know that I have something to tell you, but. No, I don't right. know that you've got anything to tell me. You recommended uh, a TV show to me, didn't you? What was that? No, I I, I was going to ask you. I I had a TV show that I was going to recommend. Mm. And then you sent a really sarky reply saying on your previous... Um, judgment. Judgment. Then I don't know if I do want it. So I said, fine, I'll keep it to myself. And I never told you. Well, what was the one you messaged me that, that was a about film. the other day? Oh, that's a film. Yeah, it's called The Covenant right. with uh, my new absolute favourite actor ever, Jake Gyllenhaal. Right. Uh, this is done by, uh, this is a Guy Ritchie film, but it's very much removed from his usual lock stock style. Yeah. Uh, it was thoroughly enjoyable. Oh, right. Is it a new film? I'm, I'm really not up to date with films and stuff. Is it, it a, new is a new film? film. It is a new film. And I said to Sarah last night, we got a new rule at home, right? Because we pick tv shows and films yeah and we usually sort of take it in turns but now it's winner stays on if you keep delivering winners oh, you get to keep picking that is a great great little addition to that game Isn't it? does everyone have to be in agreement well it's a for example mm-hmm. <laughs> um that TV series that you said I had dodgy judgment on, what was it called? Born Me, Me Once. Once. Absolute shite. <laughs> I, I, I was winding you up a bit when I said it was brilliant. Um, it was a, for me, it was a six out of ten. It wasn't as shit as you're claiming, but right. it was just, it was, just, it was nothing TV. It was like reading a, it was exactly like reading one of his books, the guy who right. wrote the story. Um. And that's why I've only ever read one of his books. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, if I'd turn around and said, no, that's a winner. And then she turned around and said, oh, that's dog shit, Lee. Then it's, uh, it's straight on to her. It's her pick. OK. OK. So, who, who chose that one? I did. But then I started these new rules after. <laughs> <laughs> so it's been going for about three rounds but i'm picking oh, okay. winners left right and center well, i'm pleased for uh, the you. one i've just watched is the one i was going to recommend and i'll do it now yeah it's called boy inhale boy inhales universe boy inhales universe yeah and it's set in the 80s australia i like an australian thing yeah always a bit weird is, yeah it, and it is absolute it's amazing amazing i stand by that sarah was in tears for half the episodes what did you watch it on 
I know the um, TV, but what? <laughs> um, no, I don't know what the. You know, I've got one of these special box thingies, and it's yeah, okay, okay. Well, I'll do my research, and maybe I'll watch it. Looking for something new to watch now. Could watch the kids it. watch it? No, it's not for kids. It's quite violent. Okay. okay. Um, but it, it's it's got it. It will run you through the mangle of emotions, Neil. Ooh. It's really good. Have you seen the series Vikings? No. Oh, it's got the lead character from that in it for a bit. Oh, I shouldn't say too much. Um, well, okay, okay, yeah. But well, I won't know name? who that is anyway, so it doesn't matter. No. What's the name of the uh, Australian actor? Is it is his name The Machinist or something? There's another TV series. I don't know. I doubt his the... name is The Machinist. No, oh, the TV series... Be- what a beautiful baby. What are you going to call him? The machinist. <laughs> yeah. Um, I had a friend once. Right. Okay. That had a kid. Yeah. And I asked, and actually had the baby, and I asked what sex it was, what the name of it was going to be. They yeah. said, and they hadn't, hadn't decided on a name yet. Right. I said, okay, fine. What are you thinking? And he wouldn't even tell me the sex of it. Oh, right. What was that? And I, was, I don't know. Well, he's one of these, uh, what do you say? Bit of a Did they want to bring it up in a way that it wasn't pigeonholed by its sex? Exactly. And, yeah. Yeah. Okay. And um, we had a big debate about it. And I just said, that's just ridiculous. Like, and his whole point was like, what does it matter? And I said, well, it's either a boy or a girl, isn't it? Just why don't you tell me? Oh, okay. In the end, I was like, oh, whatever. And we only <laughs> saw each other like once or twice again after that. We used to hang right. out all the time. Did you ever find out what gender the baby was? Um, I did, and he called him uh, Osvaldo. Osvaldo? After Ozzy uh, Ardiles. Oh, okay. So he went from being fairly, like gender neutral to naming him after a legendary footballer <laughs> male footballer yeah yeah he changed his mind did he in the end then on that but it was a it was a girl <laughs> <laughs> was um, talking of football i um i coached my son's team this weekend in the semi-final of the cup we mm-hmm. won we're through to the final wow um i then it was a it was a scrappy game um, yeah. that maybe we we were lucky to get through I'd say uh, but that's you know that's semi-finals for you isn't it I then played yesterday on the same pitch and now appreciate just how impossible it is to play football on that pitch it's absolutely horrendous so when you're there yeah, at the yeah. side going you've got to improve you've got to watch that ball onto your foot you've got to take that touch and then you're on there and it's like playing like with an oval ball, it's so bobbly. What, what was the problem? Very bobbly. Mm. I once played football on a pitch, and it was like in January, right? And the pitch had frozen over, or the ground was already frozen. But a herd of cows had gone through the pitch. Right. right? So when it had frozen over, it was like... Uh, Those hoof, divots. Divots of hoof prints. Honestly, I, I was like, I don't care if we win or lose this. I will not be herring around like an idiot and breaking my ankle in one of these ridiculous 
No, thankfully, I think welfare of kids has improved since we were playing because we, we cancelled our game last week because of frozen pitch. But when we were mm. younger, that would definitely have been played and there would definitely have been one or two people crying because they were so cold. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the, like, give me your gloves. You're not even playing. Don't mean I have to be cold just because I'm <laughs> yeah. on the bench, mate. <laughs> um, big news in the village. Yeah. Um. Last week, it marked six years of the Village Facebook page. All right. Yeah. Six well, years of material. For, yeah, six years of material for Village in Crisis podcast. Well, let's hope for six year, more years. Six good years, yeah. Um, do you want to get into the, the thread this week? Yeah, let's do this. Um, it starts with a comment from Nelly No Dinner. All right. Okay. She says, if anyone was planning on a fish and chips supper, I'm going to name the uh, the vendor. Um, if anyone was planning on a fish and chips supper from Pimp My Fish UK tonight um, at the club, they've run out of chips. That's bad. You got one. You got you got two things. You got to make sure you got if you're running a fucking fish and chip shop on wheels or yeah. wherever and can you guess what they are uh, fish and chips or chips and fish yeah <laughs> but those two are essential items i'd even go as far as saying there ain't no point opening a fish and chip shop if you haven't got any sarsen's vinegar you may as well fuck off this isn't the sarsen's vinegar as it happens i'd pre-ordered when i'd seen they were coming because i know they're not well Sally had, but um, I know they're a nice, it's a nice fish and chippy, like mobile fish and chip that comes. Um, so a nice fish and chip shop don't have Sarsen's vinegar? Well, not this place. It's, it's got more, it's got more <laughs> of the... Uh, got this more is not the, a fish and chip shop if it hasn't got Sarsen's vinegar. Or if it hasn't got chips, for that matter. Or, or chips. And I bet they don't even have the, you know, the white um, salt shaker either, do they? I didn't know. Anyway, do you want to? Oh, God. We had pre ordered. I'm livid. So we were moseying down to get it and mm. saw someone walking back the other way that said, Just a heads up, if you go into the chippy, they've run out. And we were like, We pre ordered, feeling very smug about the whole situation. Got there and they said to us, Have you pre ordered? Because we've run out of chips. And we said, Yes, we have. This is the order. So then we got our order. But. By way of mitigation, he said, we have been, it's been mental tonight. We've been here three or four times and we've always done X amount of business. So he said, we prepared for that with like 10 to 15% like leeway. And he goes, and tonight it's just been absolutely mental. So they have had past experience, you know, commercial budgeting, you'll know in your job, commercial budgeting. I'm surprised they don't have salt and vinegar, though. Mm. Gemma Genius comes in. Uh, they might have done, to be honest. Mine was, I was taking mine home to eat it, so I wasn't looking do, on the... Do you know what also really uh, grinds my gears is when you, they don't have the, they don't put the salt and vinegar on for you and they give you like a little sachet of vinegar. No one wants a sachet. That shit, because it all ends up on one chip. Yeah, no one wants a sachet. The place we used to go to for our uh, Friday night fish supper, 
uh, was in, in uh, Wallingford in Oxfordshire, lovely little historical castle town. Uh, if anyone's going there, check it out. Um, and we'd go down and it used to be run by a Chinese woman. And she was fucking hilarious because she'd be putting your salt and vinegar on before she's you, you've even answered her question. So she's got what, one you want salt and vinegar and then it's on. And she's going, salt and vinegar! Like they say. <laughs> she, salt and vinegar! And she's putting <laughs> And you're like, yeah, yeah, loads, loads. Or people would be like, salt and vinegar! Like, no, I don't know. Can you please okay, stop doing like. the voice? Why? That's what she sounded like. I know. I know. I'm just trying to somehow give us a semblance of um, respectability. If it was somebody from Cornwall, I'd do a Cornish voice. Yeah, and that's fair enough. Jimmy Genius comes in. Tell them to run to the co-op. I'm sure they'll have some chips. This is, by... Yeah, that's a, uh, sorry, stop. Uh, this is a really good point. If you're running a business and the only thing, and you need two things because they haven't even got salt and vinegar, and they've run out of one of the items... Why don't you send somebody running down the the road to get some fucking chips? Because that's not your business. See, this is, I thought you'd be on the other side of this because Shane Chef comes in and says, all the post office loads in their freezer. This is a place, and I I ate these chips the other night. They are delicious chips. They're not a bag of frozen chips from the post office freezer. Yeah, they are. They're they are. I don't care what you say. If you think that they're sitting there peeling them, cutting up these chips and doing them by hand, no fucking chance. They are mass produced. Maybe they're of better quality than what you get down the co-op. They are, because I buy a lot from the co-op. Fine. But these are not, don't try and make them out to be sort of artisan chips. They're potatoes, mate. Well, all chips are potatoes. Yeah, unless they're sweet potatoes. Well, I mean, we could go on. (laughs) (laughs) Go on. I'm just saying that I would have run down the shop and gone, look, we can't. This isn't our usual product. And then just say it. Just say we've run out of chips. We're going to give you 20p off because these aren't our usual chips, just so you know. And then if you're there going, oh, my God, that's an amazing fish and chips. And these weren't even the chips they used. Yeah, you'll be back. back next time. Yeah. A uh, pan potato comes in. Surely there's a local spud seller, or do they use Tesco frozen chips? So a lot of speculation about how they make the chips. But re- re- uh, read to reality check comes in and says, I can only guess you're not a customer. Hand cut chips by the looks of it, and I'm with Rita on that. They they had that hand cut chip feel to them, in my opinion. Yeah, good hand cut. Somebody's made a machine that makes them look hand cut. That's all it is. <laughs> That is, I'm telling you right here, right now, that's all it is. Anyway, this was just the intro, and this is the point I wanted to get to. There's a woman in the village who, every now and then, she rears her head and fucking winds people up with her comments on Facebook, and then <laughs> like crawls back under a stone for like for three to four months, and then she'll she'll come back and she'll be active, and then she'll go away again. The problem is with her, because she's wound people up so much in the past, she's given no leeway at all. So sometimes she might post something and everyone's just fucking on her. And if it was anyone else that had posted that, she'd be given a bit of bit of wiggle room. It wouldn't, it wouldn't be as, uh, yeah, all right, yeah. right here. Yeah. So in, in comes Wendy Windup. Does nobody cook here? Lol. 
<laughs> That's her comment. <laughs> yeah, the guy who's making a fish and chips. Yeah. Dumbass. So, fairly innocent? No, it's, it's even without the context that you've and the backstory you've given me, she's there clearly for to get the rise out of people. Nelly Nodena responds. Yes, Wendy, every single night. And as a single parent with COVID, I just fancied a night off. Oh, with COVID? Mm. No one was saying this. Like, as a single parent with HIV, I just fancied <laughs> a Why are you throwing COVID in <laughs> As a single parent with a heavy cold. Nobody's ever, like, this old COVID old, feels, oh, woe is me. Feels sorry for me. Oh, I just... You wanted fish and chips, love. Don't yeah. answer her. You just yeah. don't. There's justify nothing wrong it. with wanting fish and chips. Don't justify no. yourself. As <laughs> <laughs> a single mum with COVID who cooks every night, usually, piss off. She's even worse than the wind-up merchant. Gretchen Gogo comes in. Too bloody right. What? So that's a yeah. You go, sister. Yeah. Karen Kind comes in. Hope you feel better soon, my lovely. In, in comes this Wendy Windup. This is what she yeah. wanted. <laughs> in comes Wendy Windup. Nelly, no dinner. Ooh, calm down. It did have a lol at the end. Sigh. <laughs> <laughs> For me, she's in the right. I'm enjoying this at the moment. Sienna sensitive. Wendy, maybe accept the fact it wasn't taken as a joke by many, it seems, and apologise rather than just add insult to injury. No, don't. Well, what do you think Wendy Windup does? She ain't apologising. Wendy Windup, not really my problem. Any excuse to take a pop at me? Don't like something says, scroll on. Is advice given? (laughs) (laughs) I hope we hear a lot more from uh, Wendy Windup in the future. I've gone back looking for her stuff because she's had... Some great, she's actually once complained about um, about me. We had a, a fire in the garden. Well, you know, like a little fire pit thing. Where I'd oh, I've been around the your garden place when the fire pit was brought yeah. out. Yeah. yeah, and she was complaining about someone having a bonfire, but I cannot find that bloody thread. I'm so gutted about it. Mm. I think she's deleted it. So, yeah, mm. she's, she's a bit like Debbie Deleter in as much as she'll come on all guns blazing, and then we'll get the fear a bit and delete things and then pop back up later. Anyway. I like her. I like her energy. (laughs) Paula Pylon comes in. Wendy wind up, bit rude. And Wendy says, seriously, didn't you see the lol? Sigh. (laughs) I love the fact that a a good lol on the end just absolves her of all wrongdoing yeah it does in and i'm not sure whose rule that is it's her it's rule, her rule. <laughs> it's her rule lol yeah she's, it's her life she's, rule she's living by a lol lol i bet she walks around going lol lol <laughs> I told her, husband, you, stink. Stink. you stink lol oh, that's <laughs> yeah. not very nice oh i said lol didn't i, <laughs> I <said> lol. <laughs> you're the ugliest fucking person i've ever seen lol guy is a thick as shit give me the controller you didn't change the batteries lol <laughs> <laughs> you're shit in bed 10 seconds that's fucking useless what am i supposed to do with that lol 
<laughs> Are you okay, mate? Yeah, no, I just couldn't think of anything else to say. Not that I've ever heard that before. <laughs> lol, lol. <laughs> lol, lol. Um, Laugh out loud. <laughs> <laughs> we um, decided, uh, uh, me and my son decided to change the meaning of lol when you see it to loss of life. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> and that made us laugh a lot. Very good. Um, anyway, <laughs> Petra Pipe Down comes on. Pipe Down is a very depressing time of year, and the last thing you want to do is cook after a long week at work. As if Nellie No Dinner needs to justify this, some people on here need to get a life. Fuck. There's some irony in that. Yeah, there is indeed. Yeah. Also, ugh, justifying it is just so ridiculous. From all these these all I'd say she's come out. I mean, okay, fair enough, she's got previous. But yeah. she's come out and she said something that's is a little bit funny. Yeah, lol. it was just there's no one cook and, anymore, lol. No, and then so she just turn around and say no one needs to answer that. Just no, you only her. you only get into this conversation, this thread, if someone bites. Yeah. And that's of course, I mean, if you're on Facebook and you're active like these people are, especially wind up, Wendy wind up, and throwing out a little barb like that is yeah. absolutely brilliant. I mean, it's such a, she's just gone fishing and she's caught, more, all, all her rods are reeling at the moment. Yeah. Just, absolutely she's got brilliant. no chips to go with them. <laughs> I didn't even know I was throwing out puns there. Yeah, it was good. You were casting um, the net. Um, oh. Hannah Hospitality comes in. Yeah. Not to mention what a difficult time of year it is for hospitality. If people can support these businesses, then that's great, surely. Well, Hannah, they're trying to support the fucking business, but the business hasn't got enough chips. Yeah, I mean, they're not doing themselves any favours there. No, not at all. Wendy Windup's back. Pipe down. Seriously, the lol should have shown it wasn't meant to offend. But I forgot that that is not the way this village works. She's got a point. Mm. Lol. She's got a point, lol. Um, <laughs> this is the thing, though, isn't it? Like, everything gets lost in context. If she was, I bet she's the sort of person that is a bit edgy, um, takes offence easily, but at the same time, it probably is, a, is an all right person. Down, I mean, it probably winds up a few people, divides people, maybe. Yeah. But she'd be down the pub, and if she said that, like, God, don't people cook anymore? That's the sort of thing my mum would say. Yeah, no one would say to her, oh, you absolute fucking bitch, Bend lol. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no one would. Um, yeah, so it moves on. And then uh, Belinda Bestie comes in. Um, and she says, uh, Wendy Windup, rude and judgmental. Get well soon, Nelly No Dinner. And Nelly No Dinner says, thanks, love. That's all you need, isn't it? And Belinda Bestie says it was a pointless comment. If you want a takeaway, have one. You do you. And nobody disagrees with that. I don't think, do they? No, not not the no. no. It's not like this Wendy Windup was body shaming anyone or anything. No. Is it? I mean, of course, go and have a takeaway fish supper if you want. Right. Fine. Um, but don't take offence to Wendy Windup. She's just having Lol. a laugh. Lol. 
Well, she comes um, in and says, Belinda Bestie. It was a joke. Living here is like living under a microscope. One word and bang. She said it was a joke. Didn't you see the lol? Meh. <laughs> <laughs> and then she finishes by saying this whole thread is pointless. Not for us. No. <laughs> <laughs> There's going to, by the way, we're getting to a bit in this thread that you are going to like. Oh, by the way. So we'll just we'll, we'll edge that way. So Frank feedback comes in. It says that's the best bit of fish I've tasted in ages. Just got there in time. Ran out of chips after. So he's showing off a bit there because he'd got there, hadn't pre-ordered, but still managed to get fish and chips, and it was delicious. And I'd just like to say again, I ate at Pimp My Fish that night, and I fucking loved my dinner. You didn't so eat just, You got a takeaway. I ate my food that was prepared by them. And then took mm. it home and I loved it. It was very nice. All right. Eddie Expert comes in. That's crazy. Really, really no excuse for running out. Totally true. Have you never sold out of pizzas? Well, you were worried of selling out of pizzas, weren't you, in the summer? <laughs> yeah, and that was a worry that really. <laughs> Unfounded. I would have been happy if it come to fruition. <laughs> but um, <laughs> come to what, sorry? <laughs> fruition. <laughs> Okay, fruition. Fruition. <laughs> that sounds like someone that fixes an apple's eyesight. Um, <laughs> we got a blind apple over here. Go get the fruition. <laughs> if you'd have run out of pizza dough that day, though, would you have said, oh, that is absolutely shameful for me? Or would you have said, what, that is a decent day's business? Um, well, the thing is, I'd, I would say this, right? It's all about the, the if you're going to get to the nitty gritty of it, it's all about the timing. If you run out of pizza dough by, say you're serving lunch from 12 to 2, right? Just for argument's yeah. sake. If you've run out of pizza dough by 12.30, then you're a fucking idiot. Mm. Right. But if you run out of pizza dough at quarter to even half past one, you can look old Jan's up and go, sold out. Yeah. Nothing I can do about that. But the fact that he's turned that these people have turned up with fish don't go with salad, do they? It's not like they're offering anything else. Well, that see what I find is strange is that you've got enough fish, but not enough chips to go with the fish. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Like so You've done your portions for your fish and it doesn't make any sense to me. No, unless loads I mean, of people just turned up and wanted chips. And also, what time did you get down there and pick up your order? Well, Bert Bad Experience comes in. We walked up at 6.30 only to be told that they had run out of everything. Well, there you go. That is fucking nonsense. If you'd said eight o'clock, I would have still been dismayed. If you'd said 8.30, I would have had more understanding. 6.30 and dinner time. No. And what day is this? It's a Friday night. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> hell. Running out of everything at 6.30 on a Friday. <laughs> Fucking hell. Also, it would be nice if they still were serving, like, when the pub's kicked out. Yeah. Absolutely useless. Maybe they do make the chips themselves fucking morons <laughs> i've never heard of anything like this 
Oh, they were lovely, though. For all those people that missed out that night, I can just <laughs> tell you, it was absolutely delicious. Brilliant. Um, yeah, go on. Like, I'm, I'm, I am dismayed. Six thirty. What time did you go down there? I think we probably got down there about six thirty, but we'd, like I said, we pre-ordered. Why are you having dinner at six thirty on a Friday? Uh, hungry. What time do you have dinner on a Friday? Eight o'clock. Yeah, funnily enough, ordinarily we have dinner about eight o'clock. Well, say that then. But I know you you couldn't this time because Chip Shop made you go down there at 6.30 because they only turned up with like 10 portions. (laughs) Anyway, do you want the next comment? Yeah. It's from Nelly No Dinner, our original poster. Loads of great material here for the A Village in Crisis boys. You're welcome, lads. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. <laughs> like but, it. but, yeah. Belinda Bestie comes in. My thoughts exactly. And then Nelly No, then Nelly No Dinner says, "Oh, perhaps." Um. And I'll I'll give their page a little shout out. They, I think they do. I've, I've clicked on this link since. I think they do this kind of page about empowering women and um, like women entrepreneurs and stuff like hang that. On, so, a kid out, hang on, there's a kid outside the shop having yeah. a fucking breakdown. <laughs> Talk me through it. What's just, he doing? No, nah, he's just the mum walked past, shouted behind her. I see this little plastic football come flying past. And I thought you could hear it on the recording. I did. He, I just, could hear. he threw himself down on his ass, you know, like threw himself down without yeah. even putting his hands out um, and started like putting his head back screaming. And then he was <laughs> up as quick as he was down following after his mum. Brilliant. <laughs> so, so Nelly No Dinner, loads of great material here for a village in crisis, boys. You're welcome, lads. Belinda Bestie, my thoughts exactly. And then she says, um, Belinda, Perhaps the Josh and Shani page can cover some of these seemingly topical issues in the light-hearted, relatable way they do. Now, I, do you think they're taking Assistant a piss there? Competition. No, no. But do you think, do you think perhaps they're not really a fan after all? <laughs> can cover some of these seemingly topical issues in the light-hearted, relatable way they do. Four <laughs> question marks. <laughs> Uh, the four question marks definitely leads me to believe we're being criticised. Mm. Uh, are we light-hearted and are we what's the relatable? Other? Relatable. I think we are. We are both of those things. This is definitely not like this is not a a, a heavy podcast, is it? No. And I think I think most people. Lol. Like, <laughs> throw a low in there, we're good. <laughs> so low. <laughs> Let's just end every podcast now with lol. So anything that goes before it, uh, anything at all we've said in that podcast, we've chucked a lol in at the end, and that's it. No one yeah, can be offended. That's our disclaimer of uh, not meaning offence to anybody. Lol. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but uh, you know. It's hard to interpret something when it's written down. So they well, might do you be know what? I was just going to say, Neil, um, criticism, praise, I don't care. They're talking about us. Yeah. People are going to be going, 
they're going to go reading through that thread. I don't know how many people were on it, how many thumbs up or likes were given at the the, the peak of its intensity. Maybe you yeah. can tell me. Uh, but either way, I'm trying to see. Now, those people are either saying, oh, yeah, Village and Crisis. For, I haven't 43 comments, 16 likes. Right. The original. There the original are enough post. people there to go, Village and Crisis, what the hell are they? Did they hashtag or, or tag No, us? well, that's a shame. Um, they obviously don't follow the Village in Crisis Facebook page because then they could have tagged us properly and then people could have come to us and gone, oh, what's this? This looks like a fantastically lighthearted and relatable podcast. I know what we should do. Well, I've got a great idea. Go on. When you found a thread and it's still live, you go in and you just go, um, you just tag a Village in Crisis. And then people know that that, that <laughs> they know that this thread is going to get talked about in the upcoming episode. <laughs> and then they just have to spend a whole weekend worrying about what's going to get said. <laughs> How brilliant Lol. is that? Lol. How brilliant is that? It's good. We just go in there and we just tag we just tag them and then they go, Oh God, we've been tagged. That would be good. Why don't we do it then? The royal we is that, as in you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I'll we, think we, about that. You do it. We do it. We do it. We do it. But anyway, Wendy, that's the end of that. That was the end of that thread. Hmm. Um, but Wendy wind up, like I say, she comes out of the shadows every now and then. So there was another post in that same week. We've been contacted. It's from the parish council. We have been contacted by South Cam's District Council concerning the improper use of the bin located adjacent to the pharmacy on the high street. Over the past two weeks, it's been observed that white bags containing unidentified liquids have been placed in the bin. While there was only one bag last week, this week there were four, making it challenging for the team to empty the bin due to its increased weight. It's important to note that street bins are intended for people passing by, allowing them to dispose of items like wrappers and drinks cartons. Um, and not for residents or businesses to place their items in them if they are not fitting within their own bin. Unfortunately, should this issue continue, then South Cam's District Council may have to remove the bin entirely. And there's a photo of these four bin bags with a mystery liquid in. Um, is it chip fat from the chip shop? <laughs> well, that's what I wondered. I thought <laughs> that is fucking brilliant. But it, it carried on for more than one week and they were only there for the one week. Hmm. When are they coming back, this chip shop? I don't know. I don't know. Okay. Um, but anyway, so people come in, um, Olive overreaction. Oh, that makes sense. So do we, the people, just have to throw our litter on the floor then? How about you try and find the culprit and do them for fly tipping so one person doesn't ruin it for the whole village? No. Wilma Womble responds, I hmm. tend to carry my rubbish home with me and dispose of it at home anyway. That's what I was just about to say. Yeah. All live overreaction says not everyone has that option. Don't they? I'm pretty. <laughs> <laughs> Will Womble says, well, that can be said for about everything. My pockets or bags always seem to have some rubbish to throw away when I next see a bin or I hold it in my hand. I'd never throw it on the floor. And I'm totally with Wilmer on that. Yeah. No. Just the the. the the question are we expected to throw it on the floor no you're not expected to throw it on the floor you twat no <laughs> you know, that's littering. yeah 
I'm not putting a low after that one. Um, <laughs> you take it home and everybody's got the option of throwing yeah. it away. Like, what, what are you talking about? Yeah, some people don't have that option. Everyone has that option. Literally everyone. Literally anyway, everyone. In comes Wendy Windup. Shouldn't the council be finding out what the liquid is, then tracing the culprits? Surely the South Cam's district council should make some effort to find out if this liquid is dangerous and have it removed. Or perhaps they are just getting on with their four day week and ignoring it. Disgraceful. <laughs> We've spoken about four day weeks before, haven't we? Yeah, I think that's probably where we last heard from Wendy Windup. I, I enjoy uh, I'd love the four, four day work week. Um, uh, whatever, you know. <laughs> Wilma Womble, there's that. Ooh, there's that four-day week again. What kind of budget <laughs> do you think they have for analysing liquid and then investigating who dumped it? Hopefully, a gentle reminder will do the trick. And they are bringing it to people's attention in the first instance, so not ignoring it. And Wendy Windup says, that "This uh, Wendy Windup is it? Wendy Windup that wants it analysed?" Yeah. I love the fact that she thinks the local council has a budget attuned to like. CSI. Yeah. <laughs> well, she says they clearly have a big budget so they can pay for staff to be happy and have a day off. Therefore, they should be able to make sure whatever the substance is is not dangerous and find out who dumped it too. But of course, they'd rather make a polite notice and put people at risk from unknown substances. So much for health and safety. I bet she is someone that complains nonstop about health and safety. You know, those people that go, oh, health and yeah, safety no. bloody ruins everything nowadays. You think that she's uh, against health and safety? Yeah, so she's said there so much for health and safety. But I bet in another post, she's the kind of person who says can't do anything nowadays because of health and safety rules. Well, That's the impression I, I get I with this. I couldn't. Um, I think she'll just uh, she'll go where the wind blows her. Mm, I hope so. She, I don't think she has a, an agenda on that topic. I think it's just whatever floats her boat on that day. And um, I don't no, think she... she's even looking for like people to like it or follow. She wants more, the more resistance, that's where she's going. Because when you meet, resi- when, when you wind up meets resistance, that's yeah. where she flies. Yeah, boy. <laughs> um, and she's gone, like she goes in, she goes on, on, on here. Um, yeah, I totally understand. So someone said to me, you don't understand how the four day week works. And she's come back. I totally understand the four day working week that they were told to stop doing by the government as it isn't good value for money to the public picking up the tab. The problem is that there is a potentially dangerous thing happening in the village and the council wants people to be kind, be happy and take it on the chin. The consul, so she's used like con instead of council there, should be spending out, sending out specialists to examine the bags and find the culprits. Their answer is, we may have to take the bins away, namby-pamby lot. Get some men on it. Find out who's doing it, for God's sake. Oh, and get back into the office five days a week and do some work, even if it does not make you happy. It's what you were paid for. <laughs> <laughs> that is an amazing rant. Yeah. I've enjoyed that. It's all <laughs> over the place. Oh, brilliant. Uh, let, let's, uh, should we break it? Uh, get some men on it, right? Yeah. People, get some workers on it, employees, yeah. men. Men have got to do this. She thinks that there's going to be like another, uh, what's it called? Salisbury. Yeah. Salisbury. But yeah. Salisbury. Yeah. 
Uh, yeah, she thinks it's going to be. It's like some kind of nerve agent from Russia. Bags of nerve agent. Bags of nerve agent. <laughs> oh God, we're not doing. Wendy Womble responds. She's obviously really got caught Wendy Womble up in this, um, which is what she's looking for, of course. Yeah. And yeah. she said, for someone who doesn't want to get into it, you certainly do stir the pot. Maybe the issue is men. If they got women to sort things out, we wouldn't have these issues. Women can do the same jobs as men now. Who'd have thunk it? Oh, oh the, the, it this is taking too many weird little turns, this yeah. thread now. Yeah. And it is that kind of thread. Um, someone comes in later, um, totally unrelated, and said, the village is a shithole. Thank God we moved. <laughs> <laughs> I love the fact that uh, <laughs> I love the fact that they they've got out and then they're like yeah. defaming it. Um, yeah. it'd be, it wouldn't be as good if it was like the village is shit. Oh, oh, we're looking at moving. Oh, whatever. yeah, he's moved like, and then out. he's commented, it's a shit. Oh, <laughs> that's tickled me. Um, Wendy wind up says it's changing and not for the better. Um, and then someone calls her out on that and says, how? Apart from the time you posted to say that you needed help in shifting something and three people responded to offer assistance and would certainly do so again. But yeah, I know, shithole full of people who don't give a toss about anything else. Just breathe. <laughs> Just breathe. <laughs> Does she respond to that? No. No, oh, that's, that's she's been it. totally that's called it. out on it. Yeah. Three people <laughs> yeah, turned up to help. Yeah, this place is a shit up. Um, um, uh, yeah, well, there was one time you asked for help and loads of people helped. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't want to talk about that, though. No, no, people don't want to talk about the good things. No. And there, and this is, you know, it brings us back full circle to this fish and chip van. You know, it was really good quality food but bad news travels much quicker doesn't it so there wasn't people on there going this is amazing people were on there going this place ran out of ran out of stuff well the statistics are um if someone has a good experience they will tell one other person right on average okay if someone has a bad experience i think they tell something like eight or nine people Hmm. Well, we could be a bit stuffed there. So <laughs> the people, <laughs> the people that are finding us light-hearted and relatable, are only telling one other person. Um, and the people that are Unless using light-hearted and relatable is code for a pair of wankers. Well, yeah, people, people who are using that in a kind of passive-aggressive tone um, might be telling more people. I'd love to have somebody come up to me actually say, "Yeah, your your podcast is so relatable and light-hearted." <laughs> I could just turn around and go, "I sense sarcasm here." <laughs> no, but they'd just put a lol at the end of it if they were joking. <laughs> no, that's how you know. Yeah, chuck a little lol. Oh, I can't wait. This dinner's shit, lol. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'll make it again next week, lol. When you when you're working in the restaurant, do you ever go over and say, "Can I just is everything okay with the meal?" And do they anyone ever go, "Oh, yeah, it's fucking horrible, lol." <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, last week in the restaurant, we had a woman come in 
and she'd put down that she was from some kind of she was a food blogger right and for me that's just a person that's decided that she wants to write about food yeah it's not like anyone can be a blogger like anyone can be a podcaster i mean we say we're podcasters but no one fucking listens (laughs) (laughs) well she booked two people i i was in the door when she came in and i said oh welcome blah blah blah. and then uh, she said yeah i'm here and i said oh you booked for two people her back went up straight away she said well you can't book for one person online so i had to i'm on my own people do go out on their own to eat dinners you understand did you say only losers lol (laughs) 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 can you have fucking gone on tinder you dickhead lol um and I, i sat down and nobody wanted to take her because she was such an uppity bitch uh and i went over to and she had a fucking notebook and pen an a4 size notebook right out and she was making notes as she ate she couldn't just enjoy the dinner well she's blogging i literally literally never worked in a restaurant where the food's as good as it is at this place i work at at the moment right it's absolutely amazing the guys are a well-known chef anyway I digress. I went over and I said to her, how how was she had a tuna fish tatar? Mm. And I said, oh, how was your tuna fish tatar? And she said, not very good, actually. And she'd eaten it all up. And I'd asked her previously <laughs> if everything was OK. And she was halfway through it and she said yes. And I, I my response was, it's too late to do anything about it now, isn't it? And walked off. <laughs> Put that in your blog, lol. Put that in your blog. And I just wondered whether I was going to get... I was going to get blogged about. I haven't looked her up, but she had like a lot of followers. I think she had like forty-six thousand followers. Mm. So she wasn't small potatoes, actually. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to pretend it wasn't you waiting her table. The only English-sounding person that works there. <laughs> yeah, well, you didn't cook the fucking dinner. Uh, I think my attitude might have been could have been better, but some people just like. She's clearly the sort of person that goes there and doesn't ever say. Like, oh, you know, that was really great. Or, you know, there has to be feedback about everything. Well, these like food critics, they only have any success in that field if they've got a reputation for being an arsehole and feared, haven't they? So that they when they do give feedback, yeah. they can. Um, yeah. Like you don't get a chef looking out the door and go, oh, good. It's that friendly food critic again. Yeah, he might you might be thinking that, though. Mm. But then nobody cares, do they? No. This is this, this is drifting off. This is drifting yeah, off. Right. right, let's end this week. Um, <laughs> we'll be back next week. Uh, if you are on Facebook, then do find and like our page, Village in Crisis. Um, we're on all of the other social medias too, so find us on there, one way or the other, under Village in Crisis or Village underscore in underscore Crisis. Just put it in the search term, and you'll find us. And then tell your friends about the likeable, uh, what are we, relatable and likeable? Light-hearted and relatable. Light-hearted, yeah. You're light-hearted, I'm relatable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So tell your friends um, and go fuck yourselves. Lol. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> And that's the end of another encounter with the villagers. Hope your week isn't as stressful as theirs. And tune in next week 
for more Village in Crisis.